Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Congratulations, Scott, for winning that gift certificate to Riverside Cafe in Derby there. Enjoy it. Hey, we got Monday Night Football coming tonight. Primetime NFL games from Westwood One available live for free tonight on the Odyssey app. Tune in over on KNSS for Monday Night Football. The Minnesota Vikings hosting the Chicago Bears or simply download the Odyssey app and search for KNSS at kickoff. Welcome back into Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor here with you. We'll have our KU insider, Shreyas Lada, joining us at the top of the next hour uh, to go over the Jayhawks. Uh, very convincing win over Cincinnati. Would have been even better had Devin Neal had one more yard uh, that would have cashed a little bit there. Uh, they thought they pulled him maybe just tad early. No, it's fine. Uh, they look really good. But we'll talk about that top of the next hour. Let's talk about K-State. And there is some topical news today, as much as... Nobody may want to hear it. Best news for K-State today is that Mike Elko looks like he's going to be the coach at Texas A&M. Uh, that can, you know, just put right to bed any any mention of uh, Chris Kleiman being a candidate for that job. Again, we got to you got to understand, like, that's just people looking around the country and thinking who makes sense. That doesn't mean they've talked. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that he would be a fitting candidate. And I totally agree with that. But it doesn't matter anymore. Uh, as a mess for A&M, they were going to hire... Mark Stoops, and everyone was like, why? What? Hang on a minute. Like, what? what's happening right now? And then he stays at Kentucky, and then I think the guy that literally everybody wanted, because I, I know some Aggie people, and I, you know, I, they, they all wanted Elko to begin with. Like, everybody wanted Elko. Elko wanted to be there. They wanted Elko. Like, it made, made perfect sense. The only thing that you didn't know is, like, well, is he too tight Jimbo Fisher? But it, apparently not. This is the one that made sense the whole time. They eventually got to probably the right candidate. I, I think it's a decent, fine hire for A&M. You never know if it's going to work. But uh, no no more concern about the A&M job. That one, you can check it off and move on to the next one. Same with Michigan State, if you were concerned about that. Uh, I was never terribly concerned about Michigan State. But those have both been filled. And I don't think a job is going to come open now that is – that attractive to even for us to even have to mess with any of this no i don't think so and the whole a&m thing with mark stoops that's a classic example of message boards making a decision and and getting that decision right like you basically had all this speculation in the reporting that stoops and a&m they were going to come to an agreement the a&m message boards went nuts over it and then a couple of hours later, Stoops is like, nope, I'm going to stay at Kentucky. And I don't blame him. I would have stayed at Kentucky, too, after the backlash of, you know, all the A&M fans saying, what are we doing here trying to bring in Mark Stoops? Mike Elko is a good choice. 
He's familiar yeah. to the area. And, and the thing is, he's a program builder. That's what I think is a good thing. And that's why, ultimately, Leipold and Kleiman, I think we're being discussed as potential candidates because they are program builders. They are culture type guys. Mike Elko is kind of in that same realm as being a culture and program type guy. You know, he went to Duke. That's not an easy place to win in the ACC. David Cutcliffe had kind of had that program doing okay for a while, but then they had started to fall apart. Elko comes in, turns them around immediately with the same players that had been there in the last season uh, under David Cutcliffe. And so, you know, he's able to get the most out of the players. That's what A&M needs really, really badly. They can recruit, they can have NIL, they can have all of that. But if they don't have a coach who can bring it all together and turn them into winners on the field, then, you know, it's not going to work at College Station. I think Mike Elko is the best choice possible to be at A&M. I know that you kept saying that Leipold and Kleiman were going to be guys and you should be concerned about that. I never really was. I thought they were, they would have been really, really good candidates for A&M to consider. That was, but I don't think they were, I don't think they were ever on the radar of A&M. No, I don't either. Well, whether they were on the radar, I don't, they weren't the top choices. And that was the, the point for me was always that both of those guys are good fits and that should be concerning because A&M's the kind of school that can pull someone away. You know, they have the resources are endless, all those things. Now, we said from the beginning, it was like it's really like it only matters if Elko is their guy. Right. Like that was always what was just like staring at all of us in the face. Like if Elko's the guy, this is an easy process. And it probably should have been for A&M, but it wasn't going down that path. And then and then I see like Mark Stoops and I'm like, what? Okay, well, I guess I guess there isn't anything. That's the direction they're going. If they're going to go with a. You know, a, an SEC, not a not a retread. And look, Stoops has done a fine job at Kentucky. They have good recruits. They have good players. They That's a hard place games. to win, too, in the SEC. Totally. I, it's not as much of a Stoops thing as it is like, that, what? what? And, and look, to A&M's credit, and this is why I thought Kleiman and, and, and uh, Leipold were good candidates. Again, I don't, they weren't. They weren't actually candidates, I don't think. They would have been good choices, though. They should have been candidates, is what you're saying. Right, yes, is because they aren't the, the you know, the big splash, flare, all of that stuff. Stoops would have fit that same mold, right? We're making a hire because we think this is the best football coach. Right. It's just like the other guy is staring you right in the face and would obviously come. And has done what you need to be done at A&M, which is just to get in there, put your nose down, and coach and play football. At Duke? Duke's Duke, I mean, Duke has been yeah. good for a little while now. And so I, I don't know if it'll work out. You never do at a school like A&M. Who knows? Uh, and you know what? Elko, be, when Elko was at College Station with Jimbo Fisher, that was when A&M had their most success in the Fisher era. That's when they yeah. went, I think they went, what, 9-3 and three in that COVID season, the 2020, or 9-1 and one. Uh, in that 2020 season and made it to the CFP and all of that. Like that was when Elko was on the staff with Jimbo Fisher. Then he goes off to Duke and is a pretty sought after assistant coach for a head coaching position. And so it does make sense. And I think that really, uh, honestly, Texas A&M probably got their guy, probably got the guy that can be there for a while and can turn things around and can make it happen. He's familiar with the area. Uh, he's familiar with the recruits and, and, and all of that. He's been in that program before. He understands the pressure, understands what happens with the donor base and all of that. 
and just knows that the biggest thing is going to be getting the most out of the players. Mike Elko is kind of in the same realm as Mark Stoops. He might be a better coach, but kind of in that same realm as Stoops and Leipold and Kleiman as far as just being a good football coach. I am glad that A&M, and I don't have a rooting interest in this one way or another, but I am glad that A&M didn't go after the big splashy hire. They didn't go throw a bunch of money at, I don't know, Urban Meyer, you know, or somebody like that to come in and coach at A&M because that's not what they needed. They needed a good football coach who could come in and get the most out of the guys. I do have a rooting interest. I'm no A&M fan. In fact, I grew up like antagonizing them because my Aggie friends are kind of weird and the Aggies are kind of weird and like, but it's in good fun and good. I have lots of family and friends there. I, I just, I think that anytime they still to me feel like invaders of the SEC. And for that reason, I root for them. And I know people around here don't want to hear this, but it's, I, I also root for Missouri in the SEC. Uh, and I'll root for Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC. Like I would much rather those four schools do well than any of the other schools in the SEC. I just would because they're old Big Twelve. You know, whatever the reasons for leaving and all that stuff, they are they do they do still have some relation to us, right? And so I've always felt that I'd much rather see A and M win than you know Alabama or Georgia. Why not? And so I, I root for their success, and I hope they did get it right. It's one of the best, you know, again, weird. Like, I get, like, a bunch of weirdos. And I think it's self-admitted, but they're an awesome, awesome college football fan base and just an awesome campus and university life. It's unlike anything else in its own weird way. Uh, so I do root for them, and I'm glad they got their guy, and I'm glad they didn't come knocking on the doors of the two coaches we care about around here. Uh, Lance Leipold finishes the regular season with a splash. They get a massive win over Cincinnati. We'll talk about that with Shreya Lada, but let's talk about K-State. That was a weird game. That was a really weird game against Iowa State. You know, Snowmageddon clearly played a factor. I asked this, and this isn't even a joke. Like, how much of an advantage is it to be in an all-white uniform when there's not much snow on the field? I could. I was having a hard time seeing Iowa State. I, I don't know why all of a sudden K-State became this defense that allows these big plays like this. But that that was some of the most absurd stuff in the fact that you had 42 points and only 10 first downs, and K-State absolutely dominated the time of possession, basically dominated every aspect of that game other than giving up four big plays. That was just one of the strangest games I've ever seen, and I do think the weather was a factor in that. Now, they both oh, had yeah. to play in the weather. It's not an excuse, right. but it is... It is in front of our face. It's a really disappointing end to the regular season for K-State. Wouldn't have mattered anyway, right? Wouldn't have mattered probably even to the bowl game they go to. Uh, but, you know, it's it sucked. Like, it sucked to have to, to see that play out that way because K-State— I don't want to say K-State was a better team. They lost the game. But it sure looked like K-State was a better team. Well, I think the conditions clearly impacted the game but I don't think the conditions were why the Wildcats lost the game, right? Like, I think that those the, the snowy conditions and all of that clearly impacted basically everything that, that happened. You had some major, major, major plays from Iowa State to not only keep them in the game, but then ultimately win the game for them. And there on those plays, I mean, I'm not sure I've ever seen such poor tackling. Like, it was so bad was from weird. Kansas State. And so just uncharacteristic. The, I mean, the ones that like you you go back and you replay where you've got defenders that are just pushing Iowa State players, right? Like not even trying to wrap them up and tackle them. You're just like shoving them forward. 
That's not going to work. So I think the conditions really played into it, but I don't think the conditions were why Kansas State lost. I think that they gave up some major, major big plays. And it was a weird game in the fact, and you mentioned it, where the time of possession was controlled by Kansas State. The number of plays ran were controlled by Kansas State. The offensive yardages gained were controlled by Kansas State. But it was those massive explosive plays by Iowa State that led to the victory. And if Kansas State can't stop them, you stop one of those. Like one out of the four or five. I can't remember how many there were. The big plays that were like 30, 40 yards plus that ended up scoring for Iowa State. The Wildcats win the game, right? If you stop just one of them, you probably win the game. And they couldn't do that. And so it's unfortunate that that's the way that it ended. The conditions, it made it fun to watch. Like I was sitting at home watching it on TV. Like that was nice and fun to watch Crazy. that. You you love seeing snow games, but it just, it did impact the way that the game ended up. Yeah, it, it was, it, again, it didn't ultimately matter because Oklahoma winning knocked out K-State's chance. Right. Oklahoma State did get it done. But yeah, case I and I don't think here's here's the other thing. I don't think it has a big impact. Like I think they're going to bring it at the bowl game, whatever it is that they end up in. I just I I wonder th- isn't this the time where a bunch of players leave? Like we're about to enter that yeah, really Yeah, we're about that transfer portal time. Part, yep. Yeah, which which is not fun and, for and anybody. We, yeah, we don't have bowl uh bowl game set yet. I think that comes next weekend. Uh, but yeah. Brett McMurphy, um, who, you know, obviously one of the best college football insiders, he's projecting Kansas State in the Pop-Tarts Bowl in Orlando. He's projecting Kansas in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl in Phoenix. That's where he's got them projected right now, both of uh, our local teams. What kind of opponents would they see in those games? I think those are two pretty good. You'd probably get, yeah, that, that you should get good opponents there. Um, yeah, I'd have to I look. Don't... I know that uh, in the in the guaranteed rate bowl, you've got a Big Ten opponent. I think it's Maryland is what McMurphy is projecting. I don't Good. know about K-State. KU roll Maryland. Big Ten sucks outside of Ohio State and Michigan. Uh... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Um, K-State, we'll see if they hopefully don't run into another Alabama here. Uh, speaking of just elsewhere, you've got championship weekend. Um, 
massive implications. This is this is a dream weekend for the four team, you know, stands on the playoff. Um, I, I just wonder. For me, it's all about like if can can Texas get in to the to the playoff, and I I think they would get in over Florida State. I think, Florida State I think loses. So. That's the only that's the only path though, because if Oregon beats Washington, I think either of them would be ahead don't you and then and then you've got you know bama would certainly be ahead and georgia if bama wins i i think your only path is a washington win a georgia win and a florida state loss and then you've got to hope you can jump florida state which is interesting right because florida state's loss in theory to louisville would be better than the oklahoma loss so I, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be tough. Is there a chance that Michigan loses in the Big Ten Championship? Can Iowa beat them? I mean, Iowa no. doesn't score any points no. at all. No. But their defense is rock solid. Iowa has like zero. Michigan is favored by 23 points in that game. Even as good as Iowa's defense is, Michigan's is as good or better. Iowa Iowa's not going to be able to score. They would have to win that game seriously 10 to 3. Yeah. And that's not. I mean, they could. That's what I, Iowa I does. Guess. I suppose. <laughs> that's what Iowa uh, does. I mean, I'm not betting Michigan minus 23, but I don't think Iowa has much of a chance. I, I think Texas is kind of a long shot because I'm not sure what would happen with the Florida State loss. Uh, Louisville losing last week probably helps a little bit, but it's it'll be interesting. I want to. I I know people hate Texas. I get it. I get it. I'll I'd like to see a Big 12 team in the in the CFP, even even if it's a lame duck Big 12 team. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll have more for you here on Sports Daily. KU Talk coming at the top of the hour with our KU Insider, Shreya Lotta. Plenty more to get through here on Sports Daily. It's all Brockton Caster on a Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.